Welcome to the Nil Nil Football Podcast. This is episode 21, because we skipped Thursday, but we don't talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> we don't talk about Thursday, but this is Tuesday, May 17th, yes. and we will talk about stuff today. Yes. Okay, so over the weekend, uh, you know, let's just rip the band-aid off. At least he played and they lost uh, against Colorado <laughs> 2-0. What are your thoughts, Danny? You had plenty to say. You had all fun. You, um, you had all I had essays. plenty to say. You know what? I had plenty to say at the time. There was so much that I wanted to say that I wanted to bring on here. But honestly, at this point, I've mostly forgotten everything uh, that I wanted to say. Their, um, their two goals came from penalties. Remember that. <laughs> yeah. And seemed- you know what? I ended up seeing something about who's their coach again? They could not play uh, something, something Fisher, I think. I don't know. Well, whoever their coach is, apparently he said he was extremely proud of their, uh, about his team. I'm like, you guys only scored two penalties. Technically, you should be proud of LA for giving Robin you Robin Fraser. That's what it is. Robin <laughs> Fraser. Yeah. Uh, but we played I mean, against my... 12. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Play against 12. I don't care. This was hands down the worst LA game I have seen mm-hmm. in the entirety of LA's existence. Nobody wanted to play. If anybody wanted to play, it was just McCarthy. Yeah. Nobody of... else. Like I would if you were to if we were to do the ratings for every single player, I would give all of them zeros except for McCarthy. I mean, I don't know about that. I would I, give I would. a 10. You know? no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I'm expecting a negative I'm in just, front of that 10. I'm just happy we got two decent goalkeepers. No. I just... I liked what McCarthy was doing. <sighs> I mean, if it wasn't for him, Colorado would have probably scored goals on their own. Dude, they hit the post like seven times. I don't think they would have scored even if we had an open net. (laughs) But they did score the penalties, so why didn't they do that? Well, I mean, they had three chances to score too, so. That's true. But, um, no, I was extremely, extremely disappointed with this game. Um, It was easily the worst game I've seen them play. I think you said it. Nobody looked like they wanted to play. Yep, they and look tired. They look slow. They can't put any passes together. And don't even come at me with the altitude. Uh, <laughs> with altitude or with I'm saving players for Wednesday. No, because how the majority of this team, if not all of it, plays on the regular subs or starting. So you can't say that this is a completely B team and, oh, you know, the result is because it's a B team. No, this was terrible. And, you know, here's the thing that I hated the most out of this. It wasn't even the team that was on the field playing. It was Chirondillo. He had the worst attitude for a coach who was losing. It looked like he absolutely gave up. It looked like he was realizing, oh my god, this is a bigger club that I can handle. Yeah, I would disagree. He threw... 
all his attacking substitutions on, and he changed them around. It just seems like the players didn't respond. Yeah, but it also seemed like he gave up on the team too because he was sitting down with his hand buried in in his face. I also saw him screaming. Yeah, but I think with uh, sitting down was just him being disappointed. But I don't think he gave up because he was yelling. And you he know was, what? He was he standing up kept... by the end of the game. He he should have kept yelling throughout the whole time, but I saw that, and I did not like that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't like it. I, I wouldn't necessarily see it that way. I'll I'll choose to disagree. Well, I if that's gonna be the reaction that he has when the team's going down, the way he can't, you know, every get single to... every single game the team has gone down. <laughs> exactly, and he's, and he's turned it every around. Te- and it is exactly. Time, so why why was this any different? Okay, why was the, his reaction like this? One time where the comeback didn't work, you you're upset at him because you think he gave up when he literally threw all the attacking subs on. Look, I'm not gonna say that it was just him, but I'm saying I did not like the way that he reacted. I'd rather put the blame on the players. I'm pl- putting the blame on the whole team, like yeah. just as much as I blame him i'm blaming the the players nobody played nobody played to the level that everybody expects them to and nobody played to the level that they can Hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't judge him because he played the same system that everybody's used to and they did terribly so i wouldn't put the blame on him i think tactically he got it right it's just the team didn't there's nothing from the team Uh, i'm just saying i didn't like his his attitude it just it just wasn't good Uh, like if i'm if i'm on the field i look over to the to where the coach is at and i see him doing that it's like oh well i guess we're giving up then right uh to me it just looked like disappointment not giving up but yeah, and disappointed in himself and the team. Nah, I don't think it's that. Bad. I mean, it's one game, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's one game, but still, nah. Like if, uh, if I he did had not, that, if he had that attitude, like in a playoff game, then I'd be bothered. But obviously, he rotated the team a bit because he cares more about winning against Austin. Yeah, so, but I'll take this if, loss if it means we win in Austin. If I mean, anything, the here's the thing: the biggest rotation in this whole team was just the goalie. He didn't, and start, he outperformed everybody. He didn't start Ilya. The biggest rotation he started Janela. I think that's even bigger than rotating the keepers. He started Janela, but it, it's not like Janela was doing terrible in the last two times that he was subbed in. He, you know anybody who sees him playing starting not, to show a little not, a little bit it's like oh yeah sure you, it shows like you're actually alive let's put you in in the first half to see if you can continue that oh no you're actually still trash in the beginning so I guess you're going back to the bench so that you can just get subbed in if we need it's you it's not that he's terrible it's more like he hasn't really been good and then he did one good play um in one game, and I don't think that's why he deserves a start. I think he just got gave the start to rotate the midfield. That's all. Yeah, and then it went. He brought in Elia, and still we got nothing. Well, I mean, Elia gets brought on by the time the rest of the team already had their moon down. 
Yeah. But usually what what happens in the second half? We come back with like a second wind. There was a second wind. I, 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 I felt it so much more deflated it, the second it half. It lasted six minutes, that second wind, because I watched everything. And, and at six minutes, we were playing like we used to. And then after that, just kind of, I think the Colorado had one attack. And after that, the team kind of just, you know, <laughs> that's that's where that ended. Oh, my God, one attack. We can't handle this team yeah, i guess no. we should just give up here no yeah, very a lot of like last ditch defending and stuff like that but um <laughs> we even we're pretty much tight in shots too but i don't know it, it just wasn't a good game it just wasn't it was game. it was terrible but here's the thing like you it would be understandable if let's say half of the team was like academy kids who were brought on to just to to fill in for the rotation mm-hmm. you know but it wasn't that. The thing was that the majority, if not all of them, have had game time in one form or another. Yeah. So it's not like they don't know how to play with each other or they don't know how to create plays. It just looked like nobody wanted to play. Yeah, they look tired, slow, non-responsive. They... The thing is, you don't see a really, you don't really see a leader on the field. And I know Vela technically is supposed to be that leader, but he's never been one of those to like, you know, yell at the team to do good. He just focused on what he does, and he leads both through that way. So I think that's the main thing we're missing is somebody experienced. Yeah, like Ilya has the skills to do that, but he's not vocal in terms of like, I don't think he'd yell at people to get them going. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think we're missing that one player, like that one main leader with experience in the in the dressing room. Yeah, no, you, de- you definitely need some sort of captain because whatever, if you're captain just because you're popular or because you happen to be, you know, good, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't qualify you. You have to have the leadership skills. You don't have to be the best player on the field, but you do have to have that quality that will bring everybody up. And I don't think Vela has that. You know, like if he had a, let's say, like a Jordan Henderson, right? Yeah. I think that would have, that probably would have changed the game at least. We might have still lost. Oh, easily. We might have still lost 2 0, but at least there would have been some fight, right? They would have at least tried. Yeah. You know, like. I want to see someone yelling at everybody while they're out there. You know, like, oh, uh, I made a long ball pass. Oh, it didn't get to you. It went way too far over. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, do the whole clap thing, raise your hand, like thumbs up thing. No, you want the captain to see that and scream at him for making such a dumb pass. Yep. Such a waste of a chance. Yeah, but I mean, there's not really much more to say. Because at this point, you just hope that we bounce back for the game versus Austin. If we don't bounce back there, then I think we're going to start moving down the the table. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, our attacking was Arango and Opoku was there. Yep. And Vela was there. I think Ryan might be coming back in the next game, actually. So you can't tell me that our attacking was weaker than it usually is. No, but you know, it, for a team who's in first place, for a team who's had the record that we have, 
they didn't seem so threatening, you know, and going into this midweek game against Austin and all that trash talking that's been happening online. What's the point of it? If this is kind of the kind of performance you're kind of maybe going to give against them. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's move on. We'll talk about LFC again when it gets to the previews. Um, but, um, I would say there were some pretty low-scoring games this week. Uh, past. The yeah, main were... one that sticks <laughs> out is Portland, Kansas City, right? Yeah, honestly, I don't think that anybody could have predicted that. Not with well, Portland's way, form. I was about to say, like, with the way they've been playing, to score more than one goal? I mean... <laughs> yeah, that game had a little bit of everything. It had the high score... Yes. And it had the red card. Say it like Stefan. A high score. <laughs> high score and red cards. Yeah. <laughs> so we had seven goals for Portland, two for Kansas City. You know, at least they put their hands up and actually got something on the scoreboard. Uh, but we've got one, two, three, four, five different people that scored in this game uh, for Portland. Yep. Oh, man. I mean, if you had Blanco on your fantasy team, right? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. 40 points on that. I know. I find it hilarious. So, 7-1 is known as, you know, being Brazil. 8-2 is Barcelona. So, now we got the Kansas City. 7-2. 7-2. 7-2. Yep. Yeah, no, this was insane. I thought you were joking when you told me about this score. I thought I was joking. I was like, oh, you mean like 7, like... Seven players on the field. I mean, I'd find that a bit more believable. Seven red cards. I mean, seven uh, players on the field for Portland getting like four red cards, you know, because they're kind of used to getting red cards, as we see here. Kansas City went to Portland just to let them score a touchdown. That's all. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. This is insane, though. Seven to two. I wonder if they'll be able to do that. I mean, it's again. Kansas City, though. It's Kansas City. But here's the thing. We didn't even do that with Kansas City. It only takes one. It's because we wore them down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we wore them down for Portland. I mean, Kansas City is second to last place. I mean, even San Jose is better than Kansas City. Hey, San Jose ended up getting a tie with Vancouver. I know, but you kind of expected that. This is a bottom-of-the-table clash. Neither team can defend. You know that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I actually expected San Jose to beat Vancouver. Uh, I think they're at the same level. But, I don't know. I mean, they're kind of bad. Uh, you know, another scoreline that is pretty good for us is Philadelphia tying. Yeah. Um, it just seemed like even though LAFC drops points, it seems like everybody that's chasing them also drops points. Yeah, and that's... The interesting part about that weekend is that everybody, like the top of the table pretty much remained the same, yep. you know, like LAFC losing, Austin losing, Philadelphia drawing, and then you got Galaxy losing to Dallas three to one. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, I mean, it was literally three new and they scored off of like a free kick, I think. So who Galaxy scored off of the free kick? Yeah. Yeah, see, the since they're so used to just winning each game by one goal, this time it just wasn't good enough. Yep. 
but literally not much action. A lot of draws, a lot of like two ones, one to one, two twos, right? Um, a lot of red card. Yep. But anyway, I think yeah. we we can call that. It was uh, I don't know what game week this roundup. Was. <laughs> uh, this was game 10? week. Uh, I actually have no idea. I think it might be ten. Uh, Maybe the, no eleven. It was game week eleven. Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to, to our little. Well, do you want to talk about any other reviews before we go to previews? Um, reviews in this league I mean, or outside? I mean, of Liverpool league? won today against Southampton, right? Yes, Liverpool did win against Southampton. It was a pretty good game. Uh, Southampton ended up starting that game with a goal i believe it was in the ninth minute uh beautiful goal by the way uh even though it did get a deflection off of james milner uh but it was it was really nice um but then afterward they just kind of like took their foot off of the gas after uh, liverpool ended up pulling a goal back and liverpool took over the match pretty much all they needed to do was score one more go- more goal to win it and the t- the race for the title gets extended until this weekend. So this weekend, we're going to find out if Man City or Liverpool will win the trophy. If Man City draw or win, no. Uh, if Man City wins, it's over. Uh, if Man City draws and Liverpool loses, it's over. Or if Liverpool draws, then it's over. Dang, talk about positive energy. He didn't say well, the situations the where Liverpool wins. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The the title is not in Liverpool's hands. Like there's there's a high chance that they could win since I believe they're going to be facing uh Wolves. Um so if they win, it's all going to be on Man City's hands. Like, it Aston really Villa, just first of all. Huh? playing against Aston Villa. Yeah. So you said Wolves. I No, I said Liverpool's playing against Wolves. No. Oh. Liverpool's against Wolves who, you know, there's a high chance that Liverpool will win against Wolves, but you know, once that happens, it's all going to be on Man City's hands if they're going to you know, win the game or drop points to to Aston Villa. Uh the I think Going into this final leg of the Premier League, um, the only team that I suspected would make Man City drop points was West Ham, and they did that exactly. Um, But at the same time, so did Liverpool by tying against Tottenham. Uh, If they would have won that game, then, you know, it would have been on Liverpool's hands to, to drop the title. But yeah, so it's a little bit more exciting now knowing that it's coming down to the line, but I still don't have my hopes up for Liverpool winning the title. Uh, I think it, we're like at a 99 to one, you know, uh, but I'm still excited to see what's going to happen at the bottom of the table. Who's getting relegated. Yeah, I heard there was a, I heard a rumor that if mm-hmm. Man City loses six nil and if Liverpool tie five to five with wolves there has to be a playoff game between liverpool and man city to win the league 
Because they would be tied in all stats? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it's I, true, though. I had no idea. Nor have I really heard that one before. But that would be interesting if... Would be you know, <laughs> That would be very interesting end to the whole title race if, if there was a, a playoff game. Because then at that point you really deserve it. Yeah, that then it really is winner takes all. Exactly. All right. Yeah, but the bottom of the table we've got. Um, I think I don't Ever- think Everton's Everton? getting rele- rele- Yeah, I don't think Everton's getting relegated. Your favorite? You think Leeds is going to get relegated? <clears throat> no, I don't think Leeds is going to get relegated. If anything, it's going to be Burnley for firing Sean Dyche. Exactly. Even though I believe that. Burnley still have two games to go. And how in the world is Everton safe while losing? <laughs> yeah. And Everton actually... You know, if Everton end up losing both of their games... Do they still have two games? Let me check. Yeah, they have a game against Crystal Palace on Thursday. And they have another game against Arsenal on Sunday. If Everton manage to find a way to lose both of those games and both Burnley and Leeds win their games, then Everton gets relegated. Because Everton's at 36 points, Leeds is at 35, and Burnley is at 34. But both Burnley and Everton have two games to to go. Yeah. Man, ever so really it's interesting. I'm, I'm, game, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really like more interested in seeing this whole result because the top. I mean, like I said, it's more in Man City's hands to lose the title than it is for Liverpool to win it. Yeah, I know. Burnley, Watford, but, Norwich. I mean, uh, Norwich. How American? Norwich. <laughs> Norwich. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I mean, Burnley, I think I'm okay with those teams going down. And there goes all the, yeah. all the Burnley fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's understandable. Although, I would rather Everton to be the one that gets relegated. Yeah, wonder why. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much uh, the other thing I had. You know? So, do we move on to the preview now? Yes, sir. Okay, so we've got a lot of games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where do we see, start? Let me see. Let's start with interesting-looking ones. Okay, so DC, New York City. I'd give. I'd rate that a meh. I uh, rate that a meh with a New York win. Yes, I agree. Uh, New York versus Chicago. With the way Chicago has been playing at Yo, the bottom Chicago. of the standings, right? Yeah. Uh, they're so good at blocking chances they block their chances of moving up the table I don't know <laughs> how did they go from you saying they had really good defense to being well lower than Miami yeah but I also said they don't know how to score goals <laughs> <laughs> true yeah uh, New York yeah, should so win that one yeah. yeah New York's gonna win that Philadelphia, Miami. I mean, on paper, actually, no, not on paper. On paper, you'd say Philadelphia win, but I think this one's kind of interesting. Did you see the news that uh, Messi is going to sign with Inter Miami uh, in 2023, but he's going to 
get basically a third of the club. Like he's gonna own a third of the club. What? <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. It's actually thirty-five percent, so a little bit more. So Beckham just doesn't want all the problems I mean, for himself. I don't himself. know how they're gonna sign another DP. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. But it's also I, like, I did not hear about that. It's also because, I mean, Messi's got a house in Miami, too. So, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I Although don't blame he could him for also sign for Orlando. Wait, so him. are we going to get Ronaldo in Orlando? I don't know. Wherever Ronaldo ends up, the MLS is going to create the schedule in a way to get those teams to play each other like five times a season. <laughs> It's like half of the schedule is going to be just those teams playing against each other. Yeah. Just have Ronaldo go into Miami as well. Wouldn't that would be insane. Then they'd be bound on the league. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be unexpected from Miami. I don't have no idea what to expect from them because they're not absolutely tra- terrible anymore. Uh, but they also happen to beat themselves up when they come against certain uh, teams. But I still think that Philadelphia is stronger. I mean, one's at the top, one's at the bottom. <laughs> Almost the bottom. Get that right. Almost uh, the bottom. Chicago. Chicago's the bottom. All right. Minnesota, LA. I mean, <laughs> Carson. Sorry. Minnesota uh, Galaxy. Um... This is going to be a Minnesota game. They had a bad game over the weekend. I think that they'll have a good game here. You know me, I will be super biased. So Minnesota, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so I think Minnesota's going to win this one. I agree. All right, Houston-Seattle. That one's kind of a mid game. I mean, bottom of the table, Seattle, right? So. Uh... <laughs> yep. Was it 11th place? Are they in 11th place right now? They're currently in um, 11th. Yeah, yes. 11th. Yep, 11th. Yeah, you're right. Seattle against Houston. Mate. On paper, Houston's winning this one. On power ring, Seattle all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Houston on this one. Yeah. Uh, me too. Let's go with a 2 0 win because Seattle is garbage right now. Like, full on garbage. You know I actually want to revise that. I'm not going to go Houston. I'm going to say this is going to be a draw. Oh, but what kind of draw? Two to two, one to one, and nil nil. I think it'll be like a one to one. Ah, I see. Okay, Kansas City, Colorado. I mean, Colorado just beat the best team in the league. You know, they got to be winning. I mean, if Portland can score seven, and then they're at the oh, bottom. it's gonna be fourteen. Yeah, this is gonna four, be fourteen. Fourteen to, one. to four. Fourteen to one. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say fourteen to four. No, because they're better. Oh, that's right. Oh, my 14 bad. Fourteen to one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, fourteen to one. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give this one to Sporting Kansas. Okay, you're just salty. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Nashville Montreal. Uh, I think Nashville lost. So I think Montreal won. They're playing in the Nashville Stadium, and which uh, I think they tied their first game. I'll give it to Montreal. They got that form. Yeah, they just came off of the win against Charlotte, so I think Montreal is going to be gonna hit him with the winning this one. Yep. All right, next, uh, Vancouver, Dallas. Vancouver, Dallas. Uh, I'm going Dallas. Me too. I mean, one's at the top, 
They're catching up to us, then, and they're one point behind. Who, Dallas? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, th- I think Dallas is going to win this one. I don't think that there's too much to look into. I mean, it is Vancouver. Vancouver is, like you said, at the bottom. Uh, so, yeah. Tristan Blackman's going to stop him. <laughs> is he, though? I don't know. All right. Um, <laughs> San Jose, Portland. San Jose, I think I think this will be a draw and San Jose is coming from the back. I'm going to go 3 to 2 San Jose. I'm going to go 2 to 2. All right. And then last but not least, our boys LAFC versus Well, Austin. if the team decides to show up, they'll win. Yeah. If we get the same team we got over the weekend, uh, say goodbye to the first place. I want to make this exciting. I want to eat those breakfast tacos in the morning. Shout out. Shout out to the lady that sells the breakfast tacos in Austin. <laughs> Somebody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I... Still, yeah. I want to I wanna eat those breakfast tacos for dinner because that's when you're supposed to. Anyway. Anyway, um, I think that if we get the same LA that we're normally used to seeing the same form, I think this is going to be a very difficult game, especially with how quick Austin like to be when they're playing. Um, the pace and the rhythm is usually dictated by how much they're pressing and how fast they're they're coming at you. They're missing the um, two. They're missing two key players. One being their midfielder. Who? Austin. Yeah, what midfielder? I forgot his name. I'm going to look well, at the lineups. I oh. still think that... Wait, you're... is it because of the red card? I believe so. Did they have a red card? Uh, they had a red card for Pereira. Yeah, that guy. That guy controls their midfield. Okay, yeah. So, he's going to be gone. Who else is going to be gone? I forgot the name of the other one. Pereira and something else. Ring, Drusi, Finley, Fagundes. I do not remember. I just remember seeing okay. two of them were going to be it. Okay, so if they're going to be missing two key players, um, it might be a little less challenging but i still would not if i was la i would not let my guard down uh they're still a very difficult team to play and they're always looking for a goal um so i think we can win this it's just gonna be tough because it's not the same team from last year Let's see, it says LAFC won all three meetings with Austin FC last season, including a 2-0 victory in Austin's first ever match. Mm-hmm. Uh, LAFC lost 2-0 to Colorado on Saturday, being the first game we failed to score in 18 games. Uh, yeah. LAFC has scored in its last 31 home MLS matches dating back to August 2020, the longest streak in MLS. And we are playing at home. Okay, well, we better find the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still going to give it to LA. I think this is going to be a very exciting game. Um, 
hopefully it's a high scoring game. Um, I would love be. it to be like a four one, yeah. but I'm going to go with a three two just to keep it in line with how difficult of a game it's going to be. Yep. In uh, another stat, Austin has two wins uh, in its last 19 away games. Hasn't oh, managed good. a clean sheet in its last 15 away games. Okay. Terrible record. Well, I mean, sure, that's a stat, but mm-hmm. it all comes down to what happens that day. Yeah. All right. Another stat. That's because I'm on the MLS page and they got all the stats. <laughs> okay. What other stat? Okay. Uh, LAFC conceded two first half penalties against Colorado on Saturday. The first penalties LAFC has conceded in MLS play since October 28th of 2020. 46 match run without giving away a penalty is the longest in MLS history. And oh, we decided good. to do two in one game. <laughs> you know, felt generous. Um, how many penalties have we had in our favor? Zero. This season? This season. Zero. Yeah. yeah. We'll see when we get one. But I'm going to say it's going to be three to two. That's that's what yeah. I'm going to go for an exciting kind of match. Yeah. yeah. I could, like, with what you've said about them missing two key players in their midfield and also having not the greatest record when it comes to being an away team. Uh, I can easily see this maybe, you know, going from a three, two, two, a four, one, but at the same time, keeping in mind with the terrible performance that LA gave over the weekend, if that's the standard that they've set for what to expect tomorrow, Mm -hmm. then it'll be, a much different game. Yep. Uh, as long as we play like how we did before the last match, we should win. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. That's the thing that it's so troubling in my mind. It's like, how do you go from playing really good to playing like a team who's never even played together before? I don't know. But I'm hoping, I mean, Trilundolo watches a lot of tape. He knows how to talk to the guys. I'm hoping he whipped them into shape during the week. Or I hope so. I hope he right? like actually did something and not just sat there with his face in his hands. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got too. It's a kind of a short one today, but I mean, we're gonna have plenty to talk about in the next one because we're gonna review all the matches that happened, <laughs> right? Uh, that <laughs> happened tomorrow. Basically. All the matches that happen tomorrow and having our preview for the weekend. Yep, pretty much. All right. Uh, this has been episode 21. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Later. Later.